All right, what's good, guys? Welcome back to In My Bag. Man, I'm so excited to have you here. It's going to be a great episode, investing fortitude and gratitude. I got my boy Ben in the building with me. You want to say what's up? What's going on, yo? We in our bags. In our bags. We're happy to be here, man. Before we get started, I got to thank you guys for showing so much love, bro. Can you believe 200 plays? On the last episode, Lost and Found. Man, it's only going to keep stacking. It was, it was a beautiful, man. That's the foundation. It was huge. So just to give you guys a recap, if you missed it or you're new to the podcast, welcome to the fam. Welcome to getting in your bag. Um, last week was a little bit about me and where I had been, um, some things that I was going through and struggling with, and just you know talking about how if you're lost and you're in a time in your life, Ben, I'm sure you can relate. Um, that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's important to embrace that process and, you know, be in the dark sometimes. And when you can find yourself finding ways to, you know, transition and then most of all, integrate that belief, yeah. that belief of self, belief of knowing who you are, belief in your lifestyle, your dreams, your goals. So that was super powerful, super excited, man. We're transitioning to this episode. We're going to talk about what are the ways that you can invest in your short-term and long-term goals, You know, ways that you can produce revenue with your passion and turning that into a lifestyle. Like I said before, I got Ben in the building. He's going to break down You know how just, what, less than a year ago you were sitting in class. Yeah, easily. <laughs> you know, a couple months, actually. Yeah, and yeah. you had an idea, and you decided to follow your, your, your dreams, and now you're getting ready to change the game the way we think about delivery services for the next, you know, 40, 60 years. Absolutely. I mean, like to that point, it's like I'm reimagining genuinely the way we're, we're shopping, traveling and, yeah. you know, earning in our communities. That's the core of it. You know, I'm really trying to help people with this idea. It's a platform that connects us all to be able to help each other while doing what we already do. So um, on top of that, you know, making sure that we're able to get these amazing experiences we expect when we're shopping online today. It's really about yeah. connecting people to help each other. Cool, cool. And we're excited to hear much more about that and the process that you've gone through and that whole framework. Um, and then we're going to talk about practicing gratitude because that's super important. We both got the chance to get some motivation on that and talking about really how gratitude, just like belief last week, can change your whole life. And it's the missing element to your next life-changing opportunity or relationship. You know, you can apply that to networking, dating, personal, whatever it may be. So like I said, man, we're super excited and we're going to jump right into it. Is that cool with you, Ben? Let's get it. Let's get into yeah. it, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, bro, so like I said, man, you know, you've, you've had a lot of changes in your lifestyle, you know, so let's just, let's start by talking about what are the ways that you assessed where you were in life and the things that you immediately had to change before we get into, you know, Pretley and all that. What were, what were the, you know, things about your life that you didn't like or had to integrate to, mm. you know, become who you are today? Well, I think to that point, it kind of really started with an understanding of like, where am I basing my decisions on? Mm. You know, because for me, like, although I'm, I'm sharing a lot more and, you know, giving more insight as to what I've been doing and working on, like, this has been a year and a half plus long journey to, to getting to that stage where I actually built up uh, an understanding for myself as to why I wanted to make that decision. Mm. Um, so I guess, um, yeah, so, so based, so, what, it, what has it been in my journey? Yeah, so like, you know, stage? so talking about like, for example, like I think one of the things that is so hard is like, we're routine. We're, we're all routine people. We wake up, you know, we, we consume things, we do things. We're consumers. That's who we are. So for you to create a service 
as a consumer, what things did you have to start looking at the way people consume things, trends? Did you have to look at your daily lifestyle and say, okay, I need to integrate two hours a day to research or I need to, you know, what are some of the minimal things that change for you? Well, I think one thing like this is one thing we'll definitely touch on is like understanding your own creative process. You know, for mm. some people setting Huge. up, setting up a, a structure in their life where they're just sitting down for two hours yeah. and doing whatever it is. Reading or reading, something. Whatever yeah. that might work for them. For me, you know, genuinely, I'm just a people person. You yep. know what I mean? I think I've always been able to, uh, you know, e expand and grow when I'm in contact with people and learning from people. So for me, I had to kind of take that level of awareness that this idea grows and I get an understanding of how I can bring value with this idea by understanding, you know, the people around me, the peers around me, the world around me, and how they interact with one, one another, whether that be, you know, shopping online, um, whether that be traveling, yeah. or whether that be you have your own idea, uh, a company, and you're looking for a way to start and build and grow um, that company or brand at the same time. It really started with just kind of observing the people around me and really trying to figure out, you know, what is it that my peers... What's the lack? What's missing? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and both, like, what is it that's actually, you know, exciting people mm -hmm. in terms of whatever it is that they're experiencing? Yeah. It's not any one, one thing, but I think it was just trying to tune my awareness and placing that emphasis on tuning my awareness towards yeah. people and try to get an understanding of people um, because, you know, technology and all things is great, but it doesn't change or, uh, you know, move us forward if it doesn't genuinely connect with the way we want to connect with people. Wow. That's what technology is really for. That's huge. I saw that commercial. I'm trying to think maybe, I don't want to say it's Toyota, but it, it's that commercial where it says, talks about what tech does. And then it says, actually, good tech is something that moves you forward and challenges the way you think. So to your point, it's got to be something that like, not just as good because it's, it's great, mm -hmm. but good because it, it does more for you or it provides something that excites or lacks. Well, you know? exactly. I think to that point, it's like, how is this enabling, you know, you to create or share more value yeah. between other people mm -hmm. or bringing value to you in, in the ways that you're able to now express yourself. That's the internet, you know what Facts. I mean? It's enabled us, you know, via these platforms to um, bring and share value with each other based off of our own inspirations, the things we care about and actually having a platform and an entry point to share that with more people to be able to connect and, and share and create some sense of value in your own niche, whether that's you doing your own dope flicks with your friends on fashion and trying to figure out a way to get into that, mm -hmm. whether that's you doing your own podcast, whether that's you just sharing your truth, you know, just getting writing, your bag, getting however your bag, you do it, whatever yeah. it is that you need to do to express yourself. Like that's the power of what technology can do. And I think one thing about it is back to kind of how I started orienting myself. It's, it's, it's perspective is, you know, what defines what you're able to to extract from an experience, the perspective you bring to it, you know. Yeah. If you're limited in the way you're able to think about what's presented in front of you, what's external to what's inside of you, then you're you're not able to extract the most that you would be to be able to continue growing in a constructive way internal to yourself. Facts, facts. That's a great point, man. And what it sounds like too is that requires a, of not only just uh, to hiding your senses to culture and markets, but focusing on yourself and your process, you know, and, and ignoring distractions. Cause you know, you got so much stuff like, you know, yeah. with social media and, and, and culture and content moving so mm -hmm. fast these days, if you don't 
stay tuned into your process, your creative process or your growth, you're going to get caught in distractions. You know, like I saw a quote um, on Twitter the other day and it said, don't let the food on your plate go cold looking at another person's meal. You know, mm-hmm. and, and obviously you feel me in that meaning like, you know, if I'm focused or I want what I have for me, but then the second I go on Instagram, I lose that based off another person's success or another person's opportunity, it can not only like lessen your self-worth or mine in that case, mm-hmm. it can, it can, you know, set me back Absolutely. from a progressive standpoint, you mm-hmm. know? And I think to that point, you know, that's funny you mentioned that because like that's a real conversation I had with a really close friend of mine, E, this weekend, you know, when it comes to, you know, this, we're experiencing the world. All these things come at us every single day, like you said. And what's crazy is like when you see those other plates that kind of get you get you hyped up like, damn, that looks mighty fun. Yeah. That looks real delicious. Yeah. Whatever that is, you know, I think back to that idea of perspective is like, do we see that at, at our present day and culture as like, that's something I don't have and makes me, you know, envious of mm-hmm. or what what is that sentiment or that thing that pinged you at first when you saw that? Was that something inside of you saying, hey, whatever it is that you see in that other person's plate is also on your plate. Yeah. Or you have potential of bringing to your mm-hmm. plate. If you see something in someone else, that means if you see something that's like, damn, I wish I had or like really charges you up, then that's a sign, I think that that's within yourself. Yeah. Now you just need to figure out from whatever point of reference that was, that piece of inspiration, that piece of food that you saw, what about it really connected with you? And coming, taking that back to your plate. In your bag and put on your, in your, in your plate in this case, exactly. Literally, exactly. Yeah. Like, was it, was, it, was it the entire piece, the way it was all put together? Okay, now I'm really thinking about how do I piece an entire scene, a whole plate? Was it just this one carrot that was on there? I mean, obviously we're playing with this food metaphor, but like it plays out on the Yeah, they're level. like, if somebody get hungry, I hope <laughs> I hope y'all had dinner by the time you saw this. I know, right? Because we cooking no, have a real good, that's, good meal right exactly. now. Exactly. That's huge though. Like one of the references that I love is hip hop, but they always talk about like, I went from eating fast food McDonald's to eating the steak and lobster. That's cool, right? And the steak and lobster looks good, mm-hmm. but remember, they used to have fast food too. Exactly. So just because, you know, you're in a place in your life where you're lacking fun and we're going to talk about that, lacking resources, lacking notoriety. Love this process and enjoy the meal that you got on your plate because in due time, you know, you will get yours. You'll but, get yours. That's the point is like it's perspective. It's like you only lack that which you say you lack, mm. that which you say that you don't have. Mm. It's you seeing that situation and saying, damn, I don't have that steak and lobster when what's th- what that really is. And you can choose to bring your perspective to it as, oh, damn, that looks good. And I feel that within myself that that's what I want. That's something inside of me saying that that's that's within me. That's yeah. something that I, I'm drawn to like organically, innately within me. Now it's just up to me to put in the faith, persistence, time, energy to go out to create my iteration of what that was that exactly. inspired me. You know what I'm saying? No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. We're going we gonna to take this little break. If y'all can't tell, this episode is already on fire. I got my boy Ben in the building with me. We're going to take a slight break on here and come back within my bag and talk to you a little bit about your startup. You know, what has your process been like? And, um, um, get to know you some more. How does that sound? Facts. Sounds good. It. Let's get into it. As a 21-year-old, you know, young man here in, in Eugene, Oregon of all places. Shout out to the Ducks. You feel yep. me? Um, 
talk about Pretley, you know, because that's that's your baby. That's what you were able to uh, take what it is you had learned, experiences, marketplaces, and you decided to invest in your dreams. Absolutely. You know? I mean, for for me and my brother, who is my co-founder on this venture. Shout out to bro, too. Can we get his name? Oh, come so? on, bro. So shout out to my big brother. You know, his name's Fresh. Always keeping it fresh. Fresh. I like that. Fresh, that's man. crazy. He's always been doing this. Shout thing. out Fresh, man. Um, yeah. To be honest, you we, we really got groomed with uh, an entrepreneurial spirit from our father his, wow. our, himself, always uh, teaching us, you know, strive to create opportunities for other people, you know, strive mm-hmm. to be the employer um, rather than the employee. There's so wow. many opportunities yeah. in the world that, you know, on what you make. Absolutely. Um, so that always kind of kept my mind primed to the idea of like, how can I create an opportunity for more people? So getting into college, I realized, you know, um, ideas aren't worth anything unless you're able to communicate them to mm-hmm. someone else. So that's why I went down the track of coming down into the J school. Long story short, you know, that really helped me figure out the, the skill sets on how do I um, communicate an idea to people based off of what they care about. You know what I mean? Not from a point of view of how I saw I could bring value, but from a point of view of what their life was and how my idea, my product could potentially fit into the way they live their world, exactly. their lives to bring value to them. So to keep it you know, simple, what Pretley is, it's a marketplace that helps you find what you want and get it today. Oh, wow. Uh, real simple. You can shop boutique fashion, electronics, accessories um, based on your location with a live ETA. So you never have to shop blind ever again. You know when you're going to get your product as you're scrolling through. Wow. And the best thing is we crowdsource it to you within minutes or hours, just like any one of these different apps. Okay, so let's play it out for everybody. So like, let's say I'm on this an app, right? Corrected the website. You know, Absolutely. With the, with the production. So if I'm on the app and let's say that um, uh, one of the struggles that I had... Uh, just last week was with having the new MacBook, um, trying to convert with a USB. So if I was trying to get the converter for the USB, but in this case, it's coming from Portland, right? Where where does Pretley come in and how does that, you know, and I need it for, let's say, tomorrow for an assignment. Yo, so that's the crazy thing is, you know, any one of you all could do this right now. Hop on on your phone, hop online and try to search for any product. They can, it's, it's, it's an app right now. Well, no, so our app isn't yet launched. Okay. But this is an example of the situation exactly, you just portrayed. Exactly, perfect example. Okay. Hop online and try to search for any product. There's yep. no one place to see the inventories and know the guarantee of when you're most likely to I got an Amazon it. They got to tell me I got to pay for extra shipping unless you got Prime. Shout out Amazon Prime. Shout out Pretly Pass. Yeah, shout out, hey, there we go. Pass. We're not even going to do that because we, we're not there. But, yeah, real talk. But I got to wait to your point. Well, there's no one place to see it, and you have no guarantee as to when it's going to come to you. Because ah, you're okay. just shopping blind. Got it could you. be coming from wherever the hell in the world. Washington, like, New exactly, York. Exactly. No, and damn well, there's definitely one of these extension courses. So at any given point, you're shopping blind. You know, you hop on even Amazon. You just seeing products from wherever the hell you see. Once you come to checkout, oh, this is about to come from Toronto. Yo, I'm I'm in, in Cali. Like, yeah. That's, that makes no sense for me. I, need, I need, this. need this tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. So our, our product, you know, our app completely changes that where we only show you products based on your location. So you see what's nearest to you first, but if you keep scrolling, you'll see what's further away, what's in the next city, whatever it is. But the idea is we all want stuff now. Mm -hmm. So if you're shopping closer to you, the odds are we can get it to you within minutes or hours. And that's simply what we're doing is we're showing you what's around you and enabling you to get that today. Because when you think about it, most of the stuff you buy in is already near you, if not something special that you needed that you really needed to just order from a specific person that's coming from a further state or what whatnot. You know what I mean? Facts. But any one of these cities, think about LA, Portland, Seattle, have their own complete 
mix of uh, flavor, tones, vibes when it comes to really dope boutiques who do their own thing. And that's what we're doing is creating a marketplace where you can just go in this one place and experience and find it that all. and know you're going to get it wow. today. Wow. That's amazing, bro. See, and, that, and that's super great just because to your point, what we talked about earlier is like knowing a marketplace, knowing what people are lacking and what they're looking for, but what are the ways that you can integrate the, you know, level of excitement and, and um, produce, you know, good service within that. So taking that and, you know, doing, you know, based off what you said, you know, I'm just going to ask you some questions. You actually, we, Let's rock out. We, we did a um, online Instagram sticker where they came on and people asked me different questions and we chose the few that would be um, most beneficial. So shout out to the people that asked the questions. Um, but the first one is, what are the ways in which your lifestyle has changed since you left college or stopped taking classes and entered the business world? Like, what are the, you know, massive ways in which you can say your lifestyle has changed? From you like know, waking up and thinking and, you know. Absolutely. You know, I think for me, just kind of what is very clear at the moment is that, and we all enter this phase once we leave this stage of college, but, you know, the world and life doesn't move on a term-by-term basis. Mm. You know, life doesn't move on a term-by-term basis. The way you have to necessarily think about where you're going, you can't be thinking about it in these timelines where someone is giving you structure and telling you what you're going to have to accomplish on a deadline where they have set for you. And that's what the hell college is. It is. (laughs) In short. You know, it is. But, you know, to some degree, if you want to go off and work and be a part of an amazing organization that you believe in. like that, too. You have that structure. But this is the other thing I would say in entering this space where, you know, call what you want, real life, business world is you you have to become aware of like what the decisions you're making, how you're defining them for yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As to your reason as to why you're doing this over something else, not because someone gave you this point of feedback that conflicted with the way you see and your vision for what you're trying to build. Mm -hmm. More so taking in those feedbacks and moving forward in a place where I saw that and I appreciate your perspective, but I'm still grounded in my vision and yeah. purpose and I'm going to continue defining how I move forward, mm-hmm. not based off of whatever things you might see as incorrect or not potentials for what I'm doing, but more so in ways of, oh, okay, bet, that's a really good point and I'm definitely going to keep that in mind because yeah. that's a real thing that someone saw. But I'm not going to discount that, but I'm not going to also allow that to completely fold on my vision. Exactly. And, and continue moving forward. Because you're going to get pushback. But the one thing I realized in this journey is no, no idea grows without someone breaking it down first. You Facts. know what I mean? You need to have that constructive criticism and embrace it. Like if you overly emotion, this is the other thing is like figuring out the fine line as to where you bring your emotion. You know what I mean? And in what spaces. This is this is my purpose. You know, mm-hmm. my purpose, I feel in life is to constrain, create constructive realities for myself. And if that in any ways rubs off on the people around me, so be it. But this is for me. You know yeah. what I mean? And for me, this is an outlet for me to create a constructive reality of a world where people are enabled to be able to share value between each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Without having all these layers keeping people from each other. Um, and connecting them while doing what we're all doing. There's a reason why I believe that, you know, we're all able to help each other if we're connected in ways where we see the value in contributing what we're already doing yeah. in a way that could help someone. So you can you can continue to get in your bag and I can do the same, but no doubt I can help you get deeper in yours and the same for mine. And, you know, what's lacking, we can rub game off each other. Absolutely. That's super important. Awesome. Awesome. Um, second question is, what are the hardest, what is the hardest part, excuse me, about creating a startup? And then two-parter, what advice? 
advice do you have for, you know, young adults, young creatives who are trying to either, you know, invest in entrepreneurship or invest in an idea? And that's where we want to talk about the importance of the idea mm -hmm. if you don't have funding, resources, all that stuff. So what's the hardest part? And then what advice you would have based off lack of resources? And you know? well, well, that's the thing. I, I'd say the hardest part, you know, if you if you feel compelled to go after creating something that you had in mind and connects with you and is your vision. The hardest part is kind of detaching yourself on, on one, one level to be able to um, embrace the fact that you don't know everything and that mm -hmm. other people's feedback, whether it be critical or not, is helpful to you. You just need to bring your, the right perspective to it to get the most out of it. That's the hardest part because it's you. You've, yeah. you've put your, lot, your, your heart on the line. You've done sweated. You've done put hours, late nights, without sleep, just trying to work and bring this idea. Sometimes without result. Without result. Like, <laughs> but that's the point. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you allow, uh, you know, yourself to be frustrated to the point where you don't even receive the feedback people are giving you, then that's the, the one thing that's going to limit your ability to grow the idea because any idea needs people. And if you mm -hmm. can't grow it through the feedback of other people, then you're going to limit the potential it has to impact more and more people is what I've kind of come to learn in my own experience. And that's, I say that to say never overestimate yourself, but never underestimate your belief in yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't overestimate what you fully know. Always question your own thoughts that you proclaim as solid, this is true fact. More often than not, it's yeah. not. You know, someone has experienced something that could shed light as to what you think is fact that may not be fact. Be the case, yeah. But never falter in your belief in yourself. So stay your rooted. Stay grounded in your process. Exactly. You but stay doing. fluid on an external level mm. as to, like, how you embrace other perspectives on your idea is what I'd say. And that's... The point is like, you ain't shit, you know what I'm saying? You should always have some slight level of humility, yeah. but you know you are shit because you have a vision that came to you, no one else. It's yours. Yeah. No one else has that. Mm -hmm. It came in, in to you and is inside of you and is yours to go create. That's what makes you shit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Um, That's awesome, man. That's awesome, bro. We're, we're I, so glad you want to say something else. Well, I was going to transition to just kind of like the whole funding piece. You yeah, know okay, yeah, go ahead. Talk about that. Um, I think... It's easy to get caught up in the frustrations of like, yo, this is so great, this is so dope that like, why isn't anyone seeing it the way I see it? Two, two things I would say to that is one, are you presenting your opportunity to the people who you think or, or the people you want to fund you based off of what they care about, not what you care about. Yeah. Because a VC, an investor has very different priorities that they're examining you from to be able to qualify whether or not they're even willing to give you a, a, a second to even listen what you're hearing from or mm. listen to what, what ideas That's you a have. great point. That's you, a great you point. You need to present yourself to people based on how people are, are, are receiving you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I think the second part is for myself, you know, I believe in a truth in life that the more you give, the more will come back to you. No doubt. You know, We're going to talk about that with gratitude. That's absolutely. super important. You know, call it karma, call it what you want. But what I'm motivated to do is build a brand that elevates other brands. Because if I can help more people create wow experiences, amazing experiences for more people, then by default, that energy is going to come back to me. You know what I'm saying? So in that sense of like funding, those initial hard challenges, hurdles when it comes to starting something, I choose to place my focus on what 
good am I doing for other people? Mm. Because the more that I do good for other people, that I show that investor that this is good and an opportunity for them in the way that they want opportunities to be presented to them, that brings value to them. Yeah. And that value in comes right back to me. Exactly. Just as it does if I'm reaching out to you and I'm speaking to you on a human level like, yo, you want some kicks and you can't get them anywhere else, but you know they're around here. But it's going to take you forever to get them or whatnot. If I'm presenting it to you based off of something you care about, then that gives me a whole avenue to bring value to you because I'm bringing it to you in something that you care about. Facts. And by doing so, that will bring value to me. You know what I'm saying? It's always focused on the end person. What value does this person care to have? And how can I, in any potential way, give or bring value to them? No question. Without a doubt, that's the energy you send out. You'll get that back. Is, is what I choose to place my focus on. For as sure. opposed to being like, oh, we haven't hit that. Nah, that's like only feeding those, those, those aspects of what hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. As opposed to placing emphasis on the aspects of what I am making happen. Exactly. No, that makes that makes absolute sense, man. That's all beneficial. So hopefully you're able to take what Ben said, man, and understand it from, you know, making sure you're staying true and fluid into who you are, what your process is, being open to constructive criticism, but also, you know, advice and love that people are willing to give to you. And from a financial standpoint, understanding that more importantly than the finance, the impact that you're able to relate and portray in society on a day-to-day -day and person-to-person -person basis will allow you to open yourself to different opportunities. Man, we're so glad to have you here, bro. We're gonna take another break and we're gonna close out. We're gonna talk about the power of gratitude, the three stacks, and we're gonna let you guys get out of here, man. You rocking with in my bag, Ben. We in the building. Let's Same get it. All right, man, we're back on In My Bag. Ben is here rocking with me. And now that we've talked about, you know, how to invest in yourself with Fortitude from a financial and creative standpoint, a big part of we want to into, uh, integrate now transition is that gratitude. You know, last week we talked about the power of belief and how that can change your mindset, change the way you think, and ultimately equate success in your own mind. The big way to then take that to the next level, if we're thinking about making like a big recipe in season two, the next ingredient that we want to add for sure, without a doubt, is uh, gratitude because it changes not only, you know, your daily lifestyle, but most importantly, your perspective yeah. for your life and the ways that you can trend um, positive forward thinking, the ways that you can trend, um, you know, relationships and attracting those different mindsets. So we're going to dive into talking about uh, gratitude now and transitioning with that. Um, ben, what would you say gratitude means to you? And then we'll break it down, break it some... Gratitude, you know, I think to me is what you... What you choose to bring belief toward in your life that 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 elevates your state of being, that elevates your your energy to be in a constructive, positive headspace to keep approaching whatever is external to you in the world in a in, in a way that you can create positive energy in the world. You know what I'm saying? I I really like the fact that you started this this season with belief. Because, you know, I was in that space last week listening through it and, and really taking in a lot of different feedbacks to where I came across this quote. And I think it was Gandhi who said, you know, your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, and wow. your values become your destiny. Wow. And it all stems from belief. Where do you ground your belief? You mm. know what I'm saying? And gratitude is a state of belief from which you can ground 
the thoughts you create. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it all stems from that point. You know, belief is so powerful because it's the it's the foundation, it's the roots, it's the seed, it's the mustard seed that has the potential to grow into your destiny. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of why I really thought belief was so powerful in setting up the context for gratitude because that's one of the many things you can bring into your your focal lens when you when you deciding what you will choose to believe Mm -hmm. that's huge that's huge no question right and i I think too with that belief once you start to believe that when you're talking about gratitude and finding ways to integrate into your life the one thing that i think people misconceive about gratitude is that it has to be under your own circumstances and your own standards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like showing gratitude at its truest and most authentic forms is when you're in a situation that you don't like mm-hmm. or you find yourself in a place in your life where you know you can't progress off your own standards. You know, you can't find growth in everything that you like. Mm-hmm. You think about it, if you if you like this person, if you like a certain race, if you like um, a kind of music, if you like a certain kind of food, your palate for life and just the way that that you consider taste as a whole mm-hmm. will be obsoleted by your own interests. Mm-hmm. And that's as selfish as you possibly can be. You know, so that's super important. I was watching um The Shop, which mm-hmm. is LeBron's new show, um, and he was talking about being at the top of his game and when he is uncomfortable, he's most thrilled and he's most motivated and he's most challenged. And that can be something that we can challenge listeners and ourselves when we're talking about getting our bag Mm -hmm. is to be be uncomfortable as we possibly can be. But then, yes, be grateful for that uncomfortable feeling. You know, being thankful to, uh, you know, stress, being thankful to to failure, being thankful to setbacks. I think you're in that time in your life right now where you're, you're not maybe progressing by where you saw or where you thought, but you're thankful for your timing and where you are and how far you've come completely you know you have to be 110 percent grateful for um whatever hurdles obstacles or things that put you outside of your comfort zone because if you're not grateful for them you won't be able to meet that discomfort for what it really is is an opportunity to grow and expand the Mm. reason you aren't comfortable in it is because you have not grown the perspective or skill set necessary to find comfort in something that is different external outside of what you know you know that's what discomfort is whatever it may be in your own life is gratitude and and trying to bring your lens on the discomforts that you have back to gratitude can give you that 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 way of perceiving whatever situation is there as the opportunity working to give for you, you to, you're good absolutely yeah. it is yeah. that's kind of why gravi- gratitude is important in terms of influencing your belief because you're only limited by the beliefs you have he who says he can and he who says he can't are both correct will wow. smith you know what i'm saying yeah and i'm sure he got that from someone else yeah exactly but- i mean he's his own philosopher i know right? all the things he's doing um, okay, yeah, that's huge, bro. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, another thing that I was watching, and you saw it too, is gratitude increases your empathy and it reduces your aggression. And, bro, that's mm. so important because mm. I think we all got our little, you know, demon that's on our left shoulder that says... We wouldn't be human without it, though. Yeah, completely. You, know, you know what I mean? And it tells us that when things don't go our way or we don't see something that we consider to be tolerable or right under our own moral compass, you know, we can we can have that little bit of aggression. And even if you don't aggress yourself towards that person, going back to the Gandhi quote, your thoughts mm-hmm. are a part of that process, which mm-hmm. translates to your values and your actions. So, and that's what the world lacks more than anything 
is empathy. When I can't understand or I can't comprehend something, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But when it doesn't become okay is when we fail to empathize with it. Like really? I try to think of like, I call it flipping the switch. Mm-hmm. For example, I'm at PF Chang's the other night and it's like empty. Nobody's there. And the waiter is just taking forever to like, give us our food, give us our, our, our check. And like, you know, like I'm having this little pent up aggression. Like, yo, this is crazy. This is like bad service. Mm-hmm. But then I st- Stood back and I like for a second in my head I said, wait a minute. First of all, you're eating at PF Chang's. PF Chang's is not cheap. <laughs> it's good. Like exactly. I, I, I'm telling you based off the bill, PF Chang's is not cheap, mm-hmm. right? I'm eating a meal. I'm having dinner. I have my health. I'm sitting, mm-hmm. you know, in this place. And I said, hey, and I said it out loud to the person I was with. I was like, yo, I'm tripping right now because we were having a conversation about how the service was so poor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. What am I doing right now? Exactly. And I stop myself. So that's why I call it flipping the switch. And I encourage you know, our listeners to do it. Is when you find yourself where you're complaining or, or not happy with a situation, take a second and reduce that aggression and try to empathize with not only the person you're involving with or the situation. You know, mm-hmm. Just flip that switch. Um, what I want to ask you, what I want you to talk about is like how grad- gratitude is a skill. Yeah. Right? It's a skill. Like mm-hmm. It's not something you just have. For oh, example, yeah. somebody's kind. You know, you can decide when to be kind or that's a kind person. They do mm-hmm. kind things. You have to work at gratitude. Yeah. Like, and it's not just like, oh, I'm going to show gratitude when I get a blessing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to show gratitude when I get a new relationship or a job. Mm-hmm. How can you practice gratitude on a daily basis? Man, that's the thing is like, one, all things under the sun are, are just. Not are just in the sense that they exist, which gives mm-hmm. them some sense of validity. Yeah. Whether or not you you align with it or think that that is right, it exists. And if you come from a space where you can embrace what is in the world for it being right, you're more likely able to embrace it and meet it in a space where you can find the good in it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I think to that point of it being a skill, I mean, we can't, we're not even over here trying to talk on like some high horse, some pedestal where we- Not at all. We, 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 we saying yeah. that we on this tip. And we got that, more know, work to do. Exactly, completely. <laughs> I think for me in terms of, how gratitude as a skill is playing out in my life is is meeting my challenges, my points of you know difficulty throughout my day and what's on my horizon with the understanding that because it is a challenge, because it is something that makes me uncomfortable, that I need to flip my switch and embrace it for some positive in it so that I can continue going, moving forward. It's more so figuring out a way to step back for one second and not be so rigid in your your point of view and state of being and of, of emotion in that one moment, but stepping back to be able to see it and then decipher what within that situation you want to choose to take from in, in a way that'll bring you positive energy. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. It's not, not, not to say that there isn't negativity out there, but you need to step back, flip a switch where you give yourself a, a moment to just see it for what it is, embrace it as this is, this is valid in the sense that it is happening, it is real, it is under the sun, and that I need to choose from it what light I want, you know, what light I want to continue and carry forward.
So that's a big deal. So, you know, when we're transitioning and taking that skill that we're practicing, it's important to understand that gratitude can do a multiple of things. You know, gratitude opens doors by way of the law of attraction. Ben talked about this earlier and it's super important. When you put out the energy and vibes, vibes is like the biggest word of the decade somehow. Um, when you put out the energy and the vibes that you like to obtain, the, the, the um, energy and the vibes that you're going to receive is going to match that. You know, I, I like to think of it as an opportunity where the first way that I can impact somebody else's day is if I'm walking somewhere, somebody's walking somewhere, if I can hold the door for them, you know, that's that's an opportunity for us to connect immediately mm-hmm. and, you know, to be of service and to mm-hmm. serve somebody. If uh, somebody says something to me, I say thank you. Yes and please. Mm-hmm. I say yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I say bless you. I'm one of the few people in class that still says bless you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like one of those minimal things that when you're practicing with stranger, strangers, excuse me, you allow yourself to be open to um, opportunities that you didn't expect. Well, why is that? And I think what's so powerful in just kind of those examples you point out is what vibe are you... And what is a vibe? It's just a vibration. Yeah. You know, it's... Frequency. It's, it's a frequency, completely. It's where you choose to allow your energy to rest and be at. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what's great in what you've pointed out is you're in control of your own vibe and that that can extend itself to the people around you. But you have to understand that you're in control of it. Although external forces may influence how you feel, at the end of the day, you are in control to set what vibe, vibration, frequency you want to be operating and receive on. receive it. And that's not an easy challenge, yeah, or not. that's not an easy task. But you so need let to me keep, ask come you back this. to understanding that you are in control, or at least having some belief that you are, because that'll give you the starting grounds to be able to start making that progress towards influencing your vibration intentionally. You know, and when you're doing that and you're finding ways to do it from a creative standpoint, a good way to practice people don't realize is your personal life. Yeah. Right. So what are your you know, I know you're in a relationship and you have oh, different sorry. friendships. What are ways that you practice gratitude with the people around you and that, you know, you can incorporate? Because, you know, like we talked about last week, you know who you are and you know who's not. But it's important to know who knows that. So there are certain people in your life that mm-hmm. have the right to check you. Yeah. There are certain people in your life mm-hmm. that have a right to tell you when you're not being who you are mm-hmm. or you're, you know, entitled or you don't seem like you're practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you want to be able to trust those and know Absolutely. those. So what are ways that you can practice gratitude for the, the close people in your life and your personal life to, you know, equate that for success? Absolutely. I mean, I think to that point, like, um, you know, if, if those around you don't challenge you to a standard that they see you for that's higher than where you might be placing your own standard for yourself, then what value are they bringing to you? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But in that space, when you're not at the vibration where others see you and know the potential in you to be, it's so easy to take that as if someone's attacking you for who you are. And I think how that plays out, you know, even just in an intimate relationship that you may have that I have with someone is one in those times where I'm called out for something that I'm not doing or have failed to do that I don't I choose to listen and take it in and still feel the emotion of like, Ooh, I feel like you're coming at me right yeah, now. You that, me? It's the reducing the aggression and, and inviting empathy. Feeling it. Do not deny it, but choosing how you're going to move through it, you know, in a sense of like... That's hard right. for men. That's hard for young men. It really is. It's difficult. It's difficult. Women do it way better. <laughs> I mean, and the fact is, is like my girl will call me out on, on, on my things where it's like in my moment, I will sit there and feel that point of like, ooh, I want to snap back and be like, I did this because of this, 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 and this. Yeah. But then what does that what limit me? What good is me? that? What, that limits me from seeing some truth in how she's 
holding me accountable to who she sees me to be and the potential that I have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the same for, for us in, in our crew and our friend group is that we, we hold each other accountable to some level of being respectable to one another, being, you know, positive and, you know, constructive between one another. That's the thing is like, if that's something that's not happening, we won't ever have a second hesitation to one check each other. Yeah. You know, call that out. And it's and love. It is. Cause it comes from a place of like, I care about you and I know you to be more. So why would I continue letting, why would I continue being quiet in a space where space and time when you yourself aren't meeting me for who you know yourself to be. Exactly. You know, and, that, and that's super important. That's super important, knowing that and a- acknowledging it and being able to integrate it into your own life. Man, this has been a great episode. Hey, you know, you're the first guest on In My Bag. So. Ooh, we in our <laughs> so it's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, man. We're going to close out with these three stacks. You know, these are the three things that we take from this episode. We're going to integrate it into our bags and apply it immediately. Um, the first one, like we said, man, like Ben talked about earlier, he's done in his own life and his process says is trust your intuition on an idea or project you have and make sure you go make it man whatever you believe whatever you feel like your worth is make sure that society culture and the people around you feel it because it's so important and you can go a lot of places based off that idea or belief so trust that the second you want to do is practice gratitude man we just talked about gratitude for 14 minutes not for you guys to understand what gratitude is but to make sure how important it is to your lifestyle and when you integrate it, how it can change everything. You know, put out the energy you're seeking to have. See what it does and then once you do that, capitalize on it. If you feel like you're having a good a good day or you're having a good opportunity, a good conversation, take a chance. Do something else that you normally would not have done. That energy and that vibration will transcend into frequencies and opportunities and relationships. Might get you a new bay, might get you an internship. You know, do what you gotta do. And the last thing, most importantly, of all because life is short and I want to dedicate this episode to my dear friend my India who passed away this weekend thank the people today who help you get where you are and tell them that you love them man at the end of the day when we go six feet under we're not taking no finances we're not taking no successes we're simply taking the love and the energy that we put out into the world and that legacy can last you a lifetime so make sure you thank your family thank your friends thank the people that constantly allow you and have shown you to be better thank the people that are no longer here the people that are not in your daily life because ultimately who you are what your bag looks like and where is it going your future is product of that i thank you i love you ben we appreciate you having you welcome back anytime man most deaf man you know what it is and this is in my bag and until next week we'll holler at you yee yee